0: Welcome to N of 5 Minutes, a podcast hosted by Stats of One, where we focus on discussing statistics that can be applied to an individual person instead of to a large group of people. If you're interested in these statistics and you're not sure what they are, we suggest checking out our website at statsofone.org. In these short episodes, we talk to experts in different fields about how they use statistics, and we ask our experts to talk about statistics in a way that's accessible to both scientists and non-scientists alike.
1: Welcome back to N of 5, a podcast where we uh, talk about nf 1 and single case uh, studies uh, with some experts in the field um, when we get to know them. Today we have Claire, who is uh, my wonderful co-editor at Stats of 1. Claire is a clinical psychologist focused on providing evidence-based treatment for people who are struggling to find skills to manage their emotions. She, quote unquote, grew up in a lab leading single case designs. And so she's very excited to advance and share how to use uh, these methods. So, welcome uh, to the show, Claire.
0: Thank you so much.
1: All right. So, three questions for you today. Um, The first is how would you explain your work to a non scientist?
0: So when I was a researcher, my work was really focused on treatment development and evaluation, and what that means is that we would identify problems that people were struggling with, and then we would do research studies on different treatments to see if some were more helpful than others, or what kinds of things we could teach people to help manage their emotions when they were really struggling on their own.
1: Got it, so this is really you're, you're examining each patient and you're trying to parse out for them like what are the patterns um, that are needed to understand how their emotions can be managed
0: exactly and single case design is super important in the early stages of this work because there are a lot of different things we can teach people to manage their emotions and it is different person to person depending on how that person learns and what kind of problems they're struggling with and so single case was really the best research design that we had in those early stages to figure out well what kind of skills do you need based on what we're seeing about how you learn or about how you process emotions and those are the kinds of things you can't do in big sample studies, when you're trying to build a treatment from scratch, you need to start at the bottom with the building blocks and figure out how to match things to patients.
1: Right, so I guess the idea is with the big studies, um, these are kinds of you know treatment ideas that may work for groups of people, groups of patients, uh, somewhat on average, but um, I think what you're saying here is that for a lot of folks with uh, these particular, Um, goals, there really is no sort of average way that something works. So you have to kind of tailor it to each person. Does that sound about right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Like when we think about mental health, each person is so unique that it's pretty hard to find just one thing that's going to work for everyone. If if we could do that, we would have, and we would have loved to find that. Uh, But the more we learn about mental health, the more we see how complicated it is. And so where psychology is now is that like, we do have these big treatments that have been tested in large trials that work on average for a lot of people. And that's great. Those people can get those treatments. But there is also a significant number of people who these treatments don't work for. And we need to start looking at how we can best help those people. And that is going to require more personalized evaluation.
1: Awesome. Uh, so you've actually inadvertently answered my second question about why is, you know, why is that work important and how can it help the community? Um, So I'd like to then ask you the third question, which is, uh, is there something about your work that you want people to know, um, or is there a misconception uh, about your work that you'd like to correct?
0: Yes, I think that when it comes to single case, and I think you said this when our roles were reversed um, and I interviewed you, um, but when it comes to single case, I get asked all the time, well, how could you draw any conclusions from a study that only has three or four people in it, right? Like, why not do a large scale randomized controlled trial? And I encounter this when I published scientific work. I encounter this when I write grants. Everyone wants these big studies and no one realizes how much data you can get from a single case study. And in some ways, how much more powerful that data can be because in these big studies, you often look at like pre-treatment and post-treatment and see if things changed. In a single case study, you're looking at this person every day, every week and getting this really detailed picture of what's changing and what's not. And we can learn so much more about people and how they respond to treatment when we take that detailed view. And so the misconception, I think, is that bigger is better when it comes to research. It's not always the case. Sometimes more people, huge randomized controlled trials, aren't what we need to move our field forward in psychology and get these treatments that we can really adapt and personalize to help people.
1: Great, thanks, Claire. Thanks for being on the show.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. N of 5 Minutes is a production of Stats of One, and you can come check us out at statsofone.org. You can follow us on your favorite podcast platform, and we're also on Twitter, at Stats of One, all one word. The views expressed by our guests represent theirs alone, and not those of their employers, sponsors, or anyone else. Your Stats of One editors are Eric J. Daza, Claire Robbins, and Julio Vega. Julio is also our sound engineer. Thanks for listening, and see you again at the next round of NO5 of Minutes.